Hello, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, me and Mark today, I think Mac must be filming the next documentary for Tottenham, being that you seem to appear on all of them. Uh, so me and Mark, as I say, uh, talk about the West Ham game, the Wolfsburger game, uh, Bale looking back to what we expect Bale to be, uh, but we have to talk about dreaded mistakes again. Uh, and then the, the looking forward to the Burnley game and Wolfsburger second leg. Also, uh, rumours on Twitter regarding management and everything like that, fans coming back, uh, hopefully. Uh, so all that and more, uh, Twitter handles, at LTalkTottenham for the podcast, at 1981Spur for Mark, at Mac1882THFC for Mac. Uh, so let's talk Tottenham. Hi Mark, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is an odd uh, episode, this one, isn't it? Uh, there's only two games to talk about. Usually there's about 15. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you watch a European game? I, I saw the highlights in the last 15 minutes, I think. But Yeah, I watched it. I did watch it. Yeah. So I, I didn't see the first half, but from all accounts, from what I hear, we were we took it seriously and basically ran into the lead, deservedly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, the penalty was ridiculous. Uh, poor control. Like, uh, uh, from what I remember, poor control by Sissoko. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a penalty. There's one angle that I saw where it looked like the bloke kicked him, but either way, it shouldn't have ever got to that anyway. Yeah, and then, and then, uh, and then, I mean, uh, many minutes later, they hit the bar, go bounces down on the line. I mean, yeah, 4-1, I think. On the first half performance, 4-1 didn't flatter us, but on the overall performance, certainly that second half period, 4-1 did, but mm. I yeah, guess... It was very comfortable, but as usual, yeah. we, just, we just give up chances very easily, yeah. don't we? But then I guess uh, you. You, you score three goals in, in fairly quick succession in the first half, you basically kill the game off, but uh, yeah. what it was good to see... Uh, one assist, one goal for Bale. Uh, we'll talk about him later because he obviously played a big part in the West Ham game. But his goal, that's what you want to see from Bale, is it? I mean, he's always had that ability, obviously. But the confidence to do that in a game, that's what you want to see from Bale, isn't it? I mean, he was always... You, you see people doing that drag back or flick inside or whatever it was and overdo it a little bit, not quite enough, so they have to take an extra touch, but he was always in control of that and a lovely finish. Uh, we'll talk about him because he carried that kind of form on into the West Ham game. Uh, but do you expect him to get a run of games now? Because it looks like... We, we said on here, well, I said on here, there's something wrong with him. I, I thought he'd lost the love of football. Uh, he, I think you said he's pretty much in his head retired. Uh, it seems to have yeah, a complete we change. Both, we, we both We both really Mm. a few weeks ago um, and I think rightly so because he yeah. hadn't shown anything at that point yeah. and uh, he was getting a lot of criticism in the media as well we said last week didn't mm. we from Gary Neville where he, he sort of said you know he's really pissing me off because he just sits on the bench <laughs> laughing and yeah. I think you know I think he's, he, it, there was someone else on Talk Sport I think he must have been hearing some of this stuff do you reckon um, someone said to him do, do you reckon oh, some, I reckon maybe but do you reckon someone said to him like you could be a Tottenham legend here if you turn up and just piss around and do nothing. That could all be no, forgotten. I don't, think, I don't necessarily think that. I just think they would have just said to him, like, 
people are slagging you off, maybe. I don't know. People are, you know, doubting you and everything else. Because he, he's now started to play with the desire that we wanted to see from him, that he had something to prove. Yeah. And maybe, you know, we spoke, we touched on it a couple of weeks ago as well, that with the fans not in the ground, it's, he's just taking it a bit, just taking it a bit easy and taking it all in his strides and everything yeah. else. And I think maybe... He's had a bit of a reality check. Whatever's been said, I, I don't know. And whether it's got anything to do with that, I don't know. But um, I'd certainly say the last two or three games is is somewhere near, um, not anywhere near the level he was when he left us, but, you know, doing well, mm. doing very well, in fact, and being one of a very influential player. And I think the goal um, against Wolfsburger um, last Thursday that he would have scored that against any team because mm. he completely sold his defender. It was a great bit of skill um, to put it back and set himself up um, to smash it in with his left foot. I think he would have scored that against anyone. So I don't think the level of the competition um, was the factor in him scoring that goal. No. It, was just, it was just a great goal. Um, he he so didn't do yeah. Uh, he didn't do anything against Marine. He didn't look to get the ball. He didn't look to no, take no, anyone on no, against Marine. No. So here he's you know yeah.
Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think he has to start. Uh, he's obviously an exciting player. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about him in a bit more detail when we talk about West Ham. But I, I wanted to mention you, you mentioned him as well. He, he obviously gets a lot of criticism, Mora. But I, I thought, I mean, who was the game again before West Ham? Was that West Brom? Uh, before uh, Wolfsburger. Before Wolfsburger. Before Wolfsburger was uh, Man City. Oh, right. Okay, ignore that one then. Uh, we'll just talk about Wolfsburger <laughs> and West Ham. But I, I thought, I mean, we said it slightly in the break there that Bale was committing people, running at people. I thought Mora did the same thing. His goal against Wolfsburger, I mean, that shows confidence as well. And, and you can argue that he's run half the length of the pitch. Someone should be taking him out, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Jermaine Gina said it in commentary and I still can't hear it that you hear someone go run Lucas run I couldn't quite hear that but again a great individual goal and obviously you, you need confidence to do that I think if you're lacking confidence you don't go and do that you, you shift it out to someone else and I thought West Ham certainly that second half when we, even in the first half he was looking to run at people uh, but he, he obviously gets uh, a lot of flack and people think he's living off the Ajax game. But, you know, I, I, so, I, 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 yeah. I think mean, him, Bale, Son, Kane in the same team, I think, going forward. We mentioned Lamella there, which uh, he has been playing well. I'm not sure he can fit all five in the same team with the, the rest of the players that we want, but... You could probably put Lamella in defence, probably do a better job. But <laughs> we'll talk about the defence in a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's quite good that we've got Bale looking back to his best. Mora, I think, looking quite good. Lamella chipping in. You've got Kane and Son, obviously, who do what they do. So in terms of going forward, it's a nice problem for Jose to have, I think. Next week, he scores a hat trick there. There was the the left foot shot just past the post. The, the free kick one went just past the post, but I think if it was going in, then uh, the keeper would have saved that. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, oh, he had one in the first half. That was a good save. To be fair, he had a, a after a, a brilliant Lamella run in the first half as well, where he skipped past half the West Ham team. Kane then sliced it, which is most unlike him. Uh, I, I think he just had one of them games. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately for us, um, yeah. things just weren't quite coming off, were they? Yeah, it was good for Vinicius um, to score against uh, Wolfsberger as well. Uh, it's a nice finish, that nice poacher goal, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But again, he's another one that needs a run of games. Mm. Uh, to, again, we can't really assess him. Can't anyway. I don't think he'll stay. Yeah. Uh, but I. I I've said it to you before. I don't want to judge these players um, like Gedson. Um, I don't think Gedson would ever be good enough for Premier League. But I'm not going to slag the guy off because I don't think he was ever given a fair crack of it. No. Um, and it's the same with the same with Vinicius. Um, I doubt he'll come back on loan. Um, but I'm not going to look. Whenever he's played, he's only played against um, shit teams pretty much. But um, he's always scored. Yeah. You know, most of the time, you know, I, I don't know how many goals he's got, but he's got to be what six, seven goals, Chris. I'd have thought. Well, he got a hat trick um, against Marine, didn't he? He got uh, that yeah. goal there. 
I think he's had a game in Europe where he got two. Yeah, around there. Yeah, so I think he, he's, you know, six or seven goals. Um, so you can only score the games that he's put out. Yeah, in. And, and people will slag him off, say, oh, you know, come on in the Premier League where he bet he comes on. But when he does, if you're a striker, we know this. It's all about confidence. Yeah, I, I, I think that's confidence. why he missed that easy chance against Chelsea. I mean, yeah. no bones about it, he should have scored. But, but yeah. But we know that players miss chances. Mm. You know, um, we was just discussing Kane missing chances. Yeah. Uh, but the problem we've got with our fan base, people just jump on their bloody backs. Um, yeah. And don't actually, you know, really, I don't know whether they just don't watch football. Because if they think, you know, a striker that never bloody plays can, can come on and, and can replace Kane, who's one of the best strikers in the world, I don't yeah. know what it is that they actually want. I don't, yeah. I don't know what they want. Like, what what is it that you want? Which, you want. Yeah. Well, it's the same with football. Yeah. It's the same with football fans in general, and and owners seemingly they want success instantly. It doesn't work like that a lot of the time. No, I, mean, I can understand the frustration of fans wanting success because we've been mm. so close to getting it, um, and it's very frustrating. Um, and I mean, I highlighted last week, didn't I, the amount of semi-finals and finals that we've been to, and we just haven't yeah. got it over the line. Mm. And it is incredibly frustrating, but in terms of the players, um, we're 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 in a certain market. We're not going to compete with your Man Cities and your Chelseas for certain players. We just mm. we're not in that. Um, we're not in, in for them pool of players. We can't afford to do that, and I think people just forget that sometimes. When like mm. oh, I don't want to necessarily get onto the levy thing, but there was. Um, I had a conversation with someone on Twitter and they just blame sort of Levy for everything whereas at the start of the season we're all everyone I didn't see anyone saying that was a shit transfer window everyone was saying you won the transfer window (laughs) you know we're all saying it I fought it you fought it you fought it everyone did it was only two and a bit months ago we were top of the league exactly massive teamwork team spirit and, and all looking rosy and then just typical of fans, though, isn't it? I mean, every club will have them. You know, it, it goes downhill a bit, and then it's the worst team in the world when it was the best team in the world two months ago. And we were going to win the league, and we were going to win the Europa, you know, and everything else. And we were, we were guilty of it. Um, but you know, I'm not going to. I can't slag off Levy for the window. We just I can slag him off for previous windows. Yeah. Um, I'm really not pushing us over the line when he should have done. Um, I can absolutely lay into him for that but this you know the window um, in the summer we signed seven players who we thought were good good enough to make us into a competitive squad to have two decent players for every position so it's wrong to to get on his back now we we mentioned it last week didn't we like to some fans because he sold Pochettino didn't get Fernandes and Grealish over the line and other players as well He's never done any good for us, but it, 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 it's quite obvious he has done good for us. Just, yeah. you know, but he has made mistakes, but, you know. Well, yeah, and, and, I mean, <laughs> obviously big mistakes because we're kind of suffering for it now. But you can't, yeah. like we said last week, you can't completely discount him as a complete failure and not done any good. Because uh, I, 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 I saw a tweet earlier Obviously, with this coronavirus thing, we've lost a hell of a lot of money because of the, the lack of um, gate receipts. 
Uh, we had to cancel all of those events. So they were saying that these people, this person, I can't remember who it was who tweeted it, that apologies for that, but where are we going to get the money for a transfer kitty in the summer? So I asked, uh, no reply yet. Uh, we hired that American guy, didn't we? So I think one of the top priorities is stadium naming rights, which on that stadium will be hundreds of millions of, of pounds. Uh, Boris's announcement yesterday if everything goes absolutely swimmingly 21st of June everything is open we've got Guns and Roses on the 18th which I think will be put back a week I think we've got Lady Gaga as well uh, I'm sure we've got an AJ fight front row you're uh, I try to keep a poker face, but I'm too excited. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I'm sure we've got an AJ fight at something. Is it AJ and Fury? I think it is. I don't think so. No, I think. Uh, uh, but we've Asia definitely Asia got those two. We've definitely got yeah. Lady Gaga, and if Guns and Roses gets put back, Guns and Roses, and and traditionally with bands like that or singers like that, there's always another date that's added because of demand, uh, and, and then this stadium main invites so. I put it to him, but, uh, uh, do, you, do you think that that is the high priority there, the stadium naming rights, and that's the transfer kitty? But... Well, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Um, I don't know how much um, that we'll get for the naming rights, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think it's... I think maybe 200 million, is it? Yeah, but um, the, the, this guy, in, obviously American, so American sports teams, but he, he's got a really good pedigree in that kind of area. So I think that... The come in, the, the American guy. Todd, um, Todd someone, I can't remember his surname. Was he from the, the Miami Dolphins or something? Something like that, yeah. It's Todd yeah. someone. Uh, but, uh, I mean, that's what he does. So I'm sure that's what he's been brought in for, to get our oh, steady yeah, no, naming no rights no as well. Yeah, and, no doubt about that. Yeah, there's and, and best stadium in the world because it's the newest. I, I'm amazed it hasn't been done previously. Best stadium in the world. There'll be a lot of people wanting to put their name on oh, that, especially God. when you've got gigs well, and stuff and fights. And but that's but that's Levy, isn't it? It'll 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 hold out for the best bloody deal, won't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, it's um, I'm not surprised it hasn't been done. I mean, it should have been done before we even opened it. Yeah, you know? I, I think so. Really? Yeah. You know, that's been built for over a year now and um, well do, over a year. I do think it's, it's coming. And I, I, I do think it's coming and that'll be big money going into the club. So whether that recoups the loss of, um, let, let's say it is 200 million, whether that recoups, that. Whether that recoups the uh, losses that we've made from no fans in and therefore he's got a, a transfer budget set aside and then that remains, or it's just... I mean, it never happened with Levy, would it? 200 million, here you go, manager. Um, no, no, but, no, no chance. But I, I do think that that's going to define a, a lot on whether we can afford, you know, mm. a, a bit of a transfer budget. Unless, I mean, there are reports that one top player's going. Obviously, the newspapers now of, of Harry Kane's season in the newspapers is in fashion again. <laughs> like yeah, it is all the time. So, I mean... I saw today that we spoke about that last week. Didn't yeah. we? the, the, you know the amount of money it would cost to, to get him out. But I, I can't see it happening. No, but, you know, but, we'll see. Yeah. So uh, uh, 
Yeah, but I, I can't even remember think what I was going to say now. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, speaking of Harry Kane, though, I mean, Bale's shot against the bar, which we'll get on to, absolutely superb. But for me, should never have happened. Because the move that led up to that, Kane had a chance to stick it in onto Sun's foot, an open goal, pretty much. And I have no idea why he delayed it. I mean, it was brilliant defending by Vice, but the extra touch by Kane, which he's normally so clinical with that. And, and yeah. but the extra touch there allowed Vice the the split second to get in. Uh, just no idea why he didn't play that in earlier, but. Uh, no, all I could think is he was caught in two minds of whether to take the shot on or to, to play it across. Whereas I think earlier in the season, he was so unselfish, wasn't he? The amount, he, wouldn't, he, wouldn't have, he wouldn't have questioned that. That would have gone straight into, into Son. I think Ali was the other one, wasn't it? Yep. it I, 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 think Ali, yeah. I think Ali tried to get it and just yeah. didn't quite get there, I think. But yeah, I, I just couldn't understand it. I thought that at the time. I was screaming at the TV, cross it, and then... Yeah, but, I thought we were going to score from that for sure. Yeah. Uh, but we would have done earlier early on in the season. That was 100% the goal. I mean, he always says it's all about the team, doesn't he? But then strikers are selfish, and, and to be a top striker, you have to be. But I just thought it was too wide to even contemplate a shot, really. You've got to play to the averages. The average was st- give Sun a tap-in. Oh but, yeah, the best, the best uh, option was definitely on. I, I, I think when you're a striker, you know. Yeah, I think that was seventy-five. I think that was seventy-five minutes, wasn't it? So there was plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. We were massively in the ascendancy there, and and yeah, I was, yeah, I mean, he did well when it came back to him to pick Bale out, and he was tremendously unlucky with a volley. Mm. Uh, but again, Bale back to his best. So, I mean, Bale started that move. What I loved about Bale in that game is him taking responsibility. Earlier in the season, I thought he's shying away from asking for the ball. He's waiting yeah. for the ball to come to him rather than him. Yeah. Do you remember when he scored that last-minute winner against West Ham at Upton Park? Yeah. yeah. Whatever it was. It was literally, give me the ball, give me the ball. Yeah, well, and, and, yeah, and, yeah I remember it. He, yeah. he, he, he was, he was having a row with the ref or whatever, and he just he just went and bloody smashed it. Yeah, but um, it, it was Tom Carroll who got the assist, which I'm yeah, really sure yeah. he claim an assist. But he was, he was no. literally going, give me the ball. And every time in that second half on Sunday, he was coming deep to get it, spraying it out, looking for the ball, taking people on. I mean, if that's the Gareth Bale that you've got, then he has to be starting and have a run of games because he'll only get better there if his confidence and uh, motivation is back. Again, I don't believe all this stuff because there was rumours on the on the internet that um, that he was going to start versus West Ham, and so was Deli Ali. Uh, yeah. I don't know who reported it. But it was a, it was a reputable, um, supposedly, mm. um, newspaper, and they're saying today that he's going to start um, against Wolfsburg. Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't be starting against Wolfsburg yeah. unless he, unless he wants to play two games in a row. Then he shouldn't be starting against Wolfsburg. He should be starting against Burnley. Or give him an hour and then take him off. But yeah, if he's not starting against Burnley, I'll, I'll be pissed off because he oh, needs pissed to be off and flabbergasted. But yeah, well, I wouldn't be flabbergasted with Marino because we can come no. on to his team selection if you want. <laughs> um, because well, I, I, you know, I mean, what he's fucking playing. At. I mean, we'd be better off, wouldn't we, having like ten attackers on the pitch? They'd probably defend better. I, well, it wouldn't be any worse. It wouldn't be any worse. I mean. We played well in that West Ham game. There's obviously 
fans would be massively pissed off because we lost and not looking at the positives. But again, you can look at the positives all you like. We've lost a massive game. And, and as well as we played there, if you're making these mistakes week in, game out, game in, game out, you're just not going to win football matches. And I, I feel a little bit sorry for Mourinho in a sense because he's tried different defensive players and they're all making mistakes. So it's kind of, who, who, who should he pick? But I do think it's time now to pick two central defenders, stick with them, get some kind of communication going. Toby and, and, and Rodon to me. Apart from that Liverpool game, uh, third goal, Rodon has looked fairly good to me. And, and in a defence, which is all over the place, surely you'd want a kind of older head in there. Who's our best defender? Uh, uh, Kane. Well, it would be Toby, wouldn't it? He's lost his he's lost his pace, but his his footballing brain and positioning should exactly yeah. He's by far for me. He's by far the best defender, and I don't know why he's not started. And I knew he weren't going to start when he started him against fucking Wolfsburger the other night. Because is it that he sees? the Europa League as um, our best way into the Champions yeah, League I, I was listening to something about I think it was on Sky Sports News and yeah possibly yeah. that's all I can think that's, that, that, that's, that's all I can think of why he's doing it because uh, you say he needs to start picking a consistent um, two which we've said before here but he has been in the Premier League and it's been fucking Dyer and Sanchez yeah I, I mean the last couple of games at least I mean, we've been saying, haven't we? Like, uh, one of them will make a mistake each game. It was Dyer's turn this time. Yeah, well, you said it, Chris. Uh, you, said it on, you said it on air last week. Uh, it was Sanchez against Man City. Next week, it'll be Dyer. And it was. Yeah. Although, it, it wasn't completely his fault. More will let, let the guy go. But what I don't understand with Dyer is exactly the same as the Liverpool first goal. He's let it just go over his head. At least make an effort. That maybe will make... Uh, Antonio think well I'm not going to get this because he's going to cut it out and when Dyer doesn't get it it's too late and it just goes to Lorry's but uh, and then Lorry's not coming for it I mean it was in the six yard box wasn't it like just punched out again that's just the lack of communication isn't yeah, it yeah and it just it was, you know? it was it was that Liverpool first goal all over again just in the air this mm. time not on the floor and it, I mean you can say Lorry's was unsighted but I didn't think much of his save Uh no, but yeah, I mean, no, it wasn't good. I, I feel sorry for Dyer in a sense that he's had to go. I can't. Was it Suchek? He had to go with whoever it was that Mora left. Oh. Uh, and then uh, all I can think is that he knows Antonio's behind him, and he thinks, well, Sanchez will be goal side. He'll head it out. But it's like we said last week. As a defender, you've got to think of the worst case scenario. Sanchez won't get oh. this. I've got to. And and I just oh. I mean, it could be lack of communication, but they've played a fair few games together recently, so they should be getting yeah, a bit of communication. Played, well, they've been, together, they've been playing together for years. I know that he's not always been centre-back. Yeah. But, but, they shouldn't have, all right, I don't want to make excuses because it was shit defending and you got to play to the whistle. Mm. But I still don't understand how that wasn't a free kick on Begulon where he's fucking body-checked him completely out of the game. Okay, no, um, I, know it was off, I, I know it was off the ball. Well, just in the build-up to it, yeah. um, I can't remember which player it was, but someone just clean took out 
um, record, just completely bodied like you would in the fucking NFL. Body checked him. And they, do you not remember? Because they, they, they yeah. used VAR to see. And look, as I've said, it was off the ball, um, so it would have nothing to do with the build-up to the goal, and we should fucking play mm. to the whistle. Um, but it was a, it was 100% a free kick. I, I just don't understand. Again, VAR again. Um, and I'm not making excuses for that, because as I say, it was off the ball, we should have played, and we fucked up, and, and West Ham got their goal, and that's the end of it. Mm. Um, but I know how. And it was right in front of the ref. I'll find it and show it to you, but yeah. how he didn't fucking give that, I, I, I literally just fucking yeah. completely took him out. Um, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, I, usual I, um, yeah. shit defending. Well, there was another um, bit in that first. first goal. Yeah. There was another bit in that first half. Bowen's got through. He's offside, but we've all stopped. Uh, surely they know now. The flag doesn't yeah. go up until after the uh, until it's like a dead ball. And they've just completely stopped. I mean, I mean that, that Antonio goal was four minutes in, forty-eight minutes, yeah. three minutes after half time. It's another one. I mean, if, if you concede an early goal in the first half, surely it's do not do the same for the start of the second half. And, and I mean, that started with I don't know what Doherty was doing. He just got tackled. Fucking idiot. But, but and then I mean, it's a good goal by Lingard, but. He's able to run past Sanchez and Dyer completely unopposed. I I said it about more with Wolfsburg, take him out. Like, just take one for the team. You're 1-0 down, you don't want to go... I I just, I mean, it was a good finish. You don't expect him to finish them there. No blame for Hugo on that one, I don't think, because it was a good finish. But he should never have got to the position... I just... Yeah, I just don't understand that at all. It's just completely indicative of what we've been seeing since we were bloody top. Yeah, uh, so and that's the problem for me that, you know, I, I said to you um, last week, and I said it a few weeks ago actually, that I'm not going to take too much of the Everton or Man City game. West Ham is the game for me where we would see whether the players were mm. back in Mourinho or not. And to be honest with you, I still haven't got that answer because... West Ham weren't bundled up as you just said after four minutes and they, they just played how we were playing before mm. where they would go bundled up and they were quite happy to just give up the ball um, so I couldn't really tell whilst I, I do think we played well and I do think we deserved at least a point if not all three mm. to be completely honest um, I, 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 I can't I couldn't tell from that whether they were still behind him because West yeah. Ham and it worked for them I'm not I'm not, I'm not slagging West Ham off it worked for yeah. them they got the three points um, and we've done it plenty of times this season or try, where we tried to get the fucking three points and we balls it up they didn't um, but yeah so I, I can't tell from that game whether yeah. they're behind them or not well, I, I, I think 20 shots to four and we obviously attacked quite well in the second half I, I think they are in that respect the defence, I think, is just all over the place. I'm, I'm not sure it's a lack of effort. I think it's just a lack of quality and, and maybe confidence as well. Yeah, I, I mean, that's where I blame him. You yeah. know, I, I don't blame him. He, he can't stop individual errors and fucking shite defending. But he's the man but, that keeps on picking. Yeah, we just yeah. said that our best defender is Toby. Mm. Um, and we've got Roland there, who's a young defender who did fuck up against Liverpool, but we've seen Sanchez and Dyer fuck up every time they play as well. So yeah. I'd rather give Tanganga or Roden the chance 
there to let them learn. And if they make an error, I can accept it because they're learning the game um, and they're the future. Maybe, maybe they're not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I said a couple of minutes ago, pick a centre back pairing and stick with it. You know, so in a sense, (laughs) he is. (laughs) But but he's constantly picking picking two that keep making mistakes. But then, I mean, he's picking the wrong two. Yeah, I I mean, where do you draw the line? I I thought Sanchez played all right. I mean, you can argue that he was the wrong side of Antonio for goal one, but then. Like we said, Burnley, it'll fuck up for Chris Woods to yeah. score. But and we said last week that we thought that um, Dyer and Sanchez played all right against City for doing the yeah. blocking and everything. But they always do their mistakes and they're never going to stop doing them. Yeah. I, I, I just don't know what the answer is if he's not going to change it. I mean, Reggie on back is a good thing. He obviously, yeah. he, he was off the pace, but you'd expect that. He's been out for a little while. Tanganga... Uh, well, I went upstairs at half time, so I didn't see um, why. Did they say why um, Tanganga came no. off? All, all I can assume is all I can assume is that Doherty is more of an attacking right back. Well, supposedly. But, but Tanganga has been injured for a little bit as well. So, like Reggion, maybe just off the pace a little bit, and he's just coming back in. But I don't think he did much wrong. No, Tanganga. So hopefully, that's why I was quite surprised to see him come off. Yeah, but I, I can't remember if they mentioned anything or not. But it was obviously Doherty who is a wing back, isn't he? And he was well, definitely yeah. he was definitely getting further forward because Bale played him in a few times. Yeah, which, which Tanganga well never got. Horse. He played well against Wolfsburg as well. To be fair to him. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just such a shame now with Bale playing like he is. Ali, he didn't really do much, but he didn't have much time to be fair. Uh, but going forward, certainly West Ham, they're, they're fourth now. So we have so many more chances and look really dangerous against top four side. Get that defence sorted out. Because, I mean, we're nine points off of fourth now, aren't we? But The game in hand. Yeah. I mean, this is a ridiculous comment on the face of things but bear with me I don't think top four is out of the question because history has said at the end of the season the team who finished fourth everyone who's fighting fourth no one wants it because they keep losing silly games but and, and a few wins on the trot can shoot you up that table and it's so ridiculous this season and unpredictable that teams will drop points I mean Leicester who are second or whatever got battered by Fulham not that long ago but I just can't see where we're going to pick up all of those wins from on a trot with, with, with defence and, and goalkeeper just oh, oh yeah it's just, well I said to you last week top four's gone for me I, I don't think we've got any chance of it but yeah. I think if we can get a run and stop the mistakes that we have but if you we won't stop the mistakes that's the no. problem if you actually look at the fixtures that we've got yeah. we actually have a pretty easy run. I looked at it earlier. We've yeah. only got we've got Arsenal away. We've got Man United at home, and I think we've got Leicester away last game of the season. Hmm. Um, the rest, well, you know, we can win them on our yeah. day. Um, they're, they're, they're like the toughest fixtures that we've actually got left. Um, but as you say, we'll, we'll do them stupid fucking mistakes. Teams can smell blood now when they play us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the problem that they just know. West Ham knew. 
that all we look, listen lads all we need to do is fucking swing a few crosses in because they ain't got a fucking clue when you swing <laughs> crosses in they absolutely have not got a, a fucking first clue and they'll make errors you can guarantee it and there you go four minutes in error okay now all we need to do is just sit back um, and, and to be fair we looked dangerous on the counter and we did you know we, we, we did we we should have we should have done better than what we did. Let's, let's be honest about it. We we should have got we, we should have got the goals to actually go and win that game. I think against West Ham, um, but they got lucky and they got the three points. Um, and we're always we need to score two or three goals every game now. I think in all and we've got the players capable of doing that. But I honestly think we I can't we just won't clean clean, clean sheets because yeah. teams like Burnley who we got next. They're built on that fucking long ball and just get slinging the ball in and, and, and capitalising on set pieces. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't know what's going to happen in that bloody game. Um, unless we score a few early goals, yeah. um, you know, that could be that could be a fucking nightmare, that game. Yeah, I, I just... I, we've got the attacking quality to, to get into that top four, but like we say, the defence is just... They're not going to improve. They're, 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 I just don't see how, unless he does start playing Toby. Um, I mean, the start of the season, Toby and Dyer looked all right. They looked very yeah. good actually. Uh, they, were, they were doing the very, they were doing the easy things that were just fucking booting it away. To be fair, um, but it was solid and there was no fucking around. It was get the ball and just fucking whack it out. And it wasn't yeah. great to watch. Let's be, let's be honest, but. They were quite solid, weren't they? The amount yeah. of times we said there's organ there's an organisation, um, they know what they're doing. Now it's just a complete reversal. They look yeah. all over the place. I don't Okay, we'll take a little break there. Uh, we'll come back uh, more about the West Ham game. Uh, we have to talk about the mistakes again. Uh, the defence, uh, Pochettino. Rumours about uh, players getting fed up with his training methods and now the same with Jose, uh, manager. Rumours, uh, fans coming back uh, as long as uh, the coronavirus uh, vaccine does what it's, it's doing uh, and more. So we'll be back in a bit. And we're back. Uh, so another positive about the West Ham game, more of us header. Superb head of that. I mean, you, you can uh, slag off the defending there, uh, uh, West Ham's defending, which was pretty poor, free header, but he put that in a proper good place that keepers aren't going to save that. Um, plenty of time left as well. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you obviously got the goalkeeper, four defenders, so that's five. Hoiberg, uh, Undombele, seven. Then you've got four left. So, for me, I'd be playing uh, against Burnley, which he probably won't, but... Bale, Mora, Sun, and Kane, and uh, you know Bale is uh, linking up quite well with Sun in the uh, uh, European game, and Sun I think has come out on record saying he loves playing with Bale, uh, and then Bale was linking up with Kane in the West Ham game, uh, and then Mora, as I've said, is looking positive and, and you know looks to be a bit more confident. So I, I'd see what those four can do. Sort of. Uh, Toby rode on at the back and see what we can do there. But well, you know that's not going to happen, though. No, well, yeah. 
the front four might. The front four might. But... Yeah, that might, yeah, that might. But the defence won't. That's for sure. I can guarantee yeah. you that. But I'll give you. I tell you now. If he starts um, Roden and Alderweireld, yeah, I'll give you fifty quid to, to, to uh, donate to any charity you want. Okay. Um, all right, so mark that down. If he, yeah, okay. if, he starts if, if anyone can uh, tell me if they know Jose, if they can give me his contact details. So, um. Yeah, uh, fifty quid to the charity of your choice, and um, well, we'll go with that. Because yeah, I'm that. Not, I don't want to give money to charity, but I do all the time. But I'm that confident he ain't gonna, yeah. he ain't gonna do it. No, I wouldn't have thought so either. But yeah, I, I mean, like, I don't disagree with you because that's what I would do as well. But there you go. I mean, what West Ham are doing? Like when we were top of the league, I had a friend who said to me, "Like you won't win the league." And Neville and Carragher said it because their squad isn't good enough, which is obviously proved right. But West Ham, their squad isn't like top four level, I don't think. But what oh, they're what, better than their squad. Yeah, but what they're doing is what we were doing in December and and November, which is yeah got a team spirit there and teamwork I mean you look at that Rice clearance the, the desire to get back help his team out and get rid of that and then the celebrations after the game you know after they've like won that. Uh, that, that, that's what they're doing well, I agree uh, and they're showing the same commitment that we were showing like two months ago which seems to have just completely disappeared uh, and, we've got a good enough squad to be top four and mm. Now, um, fans are just, you said it earlier, they're reactionary, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and now everyone's shit and they're not good enough. And But every single person was saying that we've won the transfer window and what a good mm. transfer window. We've now got a player for two players for every position and what a strong squad we've got. And now, because we're on a bad run, um, they're all... Turning and saying, "Well, that's no, shit. Everyone's shit." Yeah. And look, they have been shit. <laughs> I've been saying it myself, but I do think. I mean, I was happy with this transfer window. I knew that there was more to do, but I think that it was a good start. Um, ultimately, it doesn't look great now, um, but I think we're all quite happy that Doherty come in, weren't we? Yeah, um, yeah. he could be a good right back because he had a good um, good record with Wolves yeah. um, on the stats and everything else. Um, Hoiberg, despite his errors in the last couple of games, has been very good for us. He has been, yeah, but he's, he's absolutely shattered because he plays every single yeah. game. Reguilón's um, obviously made an impact, an exciting. Bale Reguilón's has been awful, well, but Bale could yeah, turn the corner now. And you take a risk on Bale because if you can get him, um, if you can get him right, you've got a world-class player, so that was a mm. risk worth taking. It just hasn't worked out. Um, mm. And you know, there's, there's, you can blame the players for that. They've got to take a responsibility. Um, I think you can blame the manager and the coaches for that for not getting it out of them and not mm. playing some of them at times. Um, and maybe you can blame the recruitment. I don't know, uh, but I think for what we with we're dealing with COVID and everything else, I think actually, I still don't think it was a bad. No. transfer window I don't see what more we could have done people think that we've got money like Man City and Chelsea <laughs> where we could just yeah, it always finally... makes me laugh it, it's not going to happen like that's not our model of of recruitment um, did they watch the documentary I mean it was said yeah. in there you know it's, that, that's not going yeah, I get you want Levy to do all that and I do as well we all do we all want to be able to 
go and sign, you know, be the market. Messi's uh, wants to leave Barcelona. Yes, go and join. That's not going to happen for Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, that's not yeah. our model of what we do that's not yeah. our recruitment I, I, I think looking at Twitter which I do agree with this the, the issues are is that we could have got Ruben Diaz cheaper than Man City before they did oh, we, yeah. we could have got yeah, Fernandez yeah. cheaper than United before they did and Levy's cheaped yeah. out and then missed out on oh, them and then they're obviously one of them's in the best defence probably the best defence in the league now certainly the, the top team in the league and the yeah. other has, t- has completely turned a team and so I agree with that, but obviously, but obviously, I agree with you as well that we can't do what Pep's done and basically bought two hundred million pounds in the transfer window. But no, yeah, we, we could have got Fernandez, um, and when Ericsson, we knew Ericsson was going, we should have gone and got him, yeah. and he would have transformed. You know, he could have transformed us like he has United. Hmm. Uh, we could be we could be still top of the league, and Diaz as well, another one. We've. Yeah. Um, we could have gone and got him because he, he went to City, whereas we were spending all of our time looking at Skriniar and pissing about and haggling over the price. Well, he, he'd have been um, a good signing, Skriniar, I think. But again, just no, fucked about with the price and everything like that. And it, it goes back to what we were saying earlier and last week. Yeah. They're the mistakes that Levy has made, which are costing us. Oh, yeah. Despite the fact he has done good for us. Yeah, and I agree with that. Mm. And, that and that's where he deserves criticism. Um, that he should have, instead of um, spending 15 on Roden, spend, I don't know what it was, 35 on Skriniar. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we've got one, uh, well, two, you could have had Skriniar and Elderverald, and you've got a solid um, defensive duo there. Um, and if it didn't work, Verderverald practices off base, go get another one this summer. Yeah. Um, and that's where, that's where it's frustrating. Um, but, you know, we can't yeah. have I mean, everything, I've seen I've seen reports today as well. I mean, these are reports on Twitter, so take it with as much pinch as salt as you want. But players were moaning about Pochettino's training at the end of yeah, his tenure yeah. uh, because it was too intense and everything like that. Uh, but now they're moaning about Jose's because it's just all about defence, which that made me laugh. I mean, have you seen the goals we've been fucking conceding? That's why I was working on the fucking defence. But there's no, there's no nothing for the uh, attack and attack stuff is. like that so do you think and I've read reports that not everyone has lost faith in the manager and stuff like that which I have no idea I have no idea how to take that because that West Ham second half doesn't say to me that's a team who don't give a shit anymore but something has changed doesn't it from the way that we were like West Ham were are now that we were in November, everyone fighting for everything and they're fighting for each other. That Chelsea game was the complete polar opposite of that, Brighton as well. So something's changed, I have no idea what, but there's been evidence to suggest it isn't the players have just said, fuck Jose now. But no, I know, I agree. I, I did say, didn't I, that this would be the game to judge it and everything else, but I, mm. I, I, I admit that I don't, I haven't seen um, like I thought that I did versus um, Brighton and everyone else but I didn't think they were fucking trying at all I haven't seen that again um, so I don't necessarily think he's completely lost the dressing room no. um, but when you start seeing these kind of things come out in the press it only says one thing he, he, ain't got much, he ain't got much longer left yeah. well I'm not sure if it was the press or it was just excerpts no, it was in the athletic it was in the athletic yeah. I, I mean um, it's a worrying time like you say because I mean if a manager has lost the dressing room, there's no way back. 
really. Unless a miracle happens and you can turn the fortunes round, but history will tell you once it's been lost, it's game over for the manager there. I would probably, and I've, and I've been one saying get him out, hmm. I would probably give him to the end of the season. Hmm. Because well, that's, well, that's, to me, yeah. I, I mean, the, the season for me is pretty much, we're not going to get relegated, we're not going to get top four for me. We may, you know, we've got a manager there who's got a reputation of, of winning the Europa League. If he has, if he hasn't completely lost his dressing room, just give him the season. See mm. what he can do. See if he can. If he if wins the Europa League, then give him next season. Or oh well, if he won the Europa League and he wanted to stay, and we had the money to give him, let him build a defence, mm. then yeah, why not? If yeah. he wins the Europa League and wins the League Cup, as I keep saying, that's the best since I've supported Tottenham mm. in you know thirty odd years. Um, so. No, I wouldn't get rid of him um, because it's just one. It's just one two cups. Yeah. But it might be if he did do that to say, "Fuck this, I'm off somewhere else." Yeah, well, the, the, other is, that, the, the other thing is, the other thing is, it doesn't matter if you get Alex Ferguson in; he's still got that defence to work with. Well, this so, is the point. This is my point. So, if if he's given the money, hmm. we've said it time and time again with Marine. If you give him the money, then he will build you a decent team. Hmm. He needs to have that investment. Mm. Which, as I said, I thought it was a good start this summer. I thought it was a good start yeah. um, to that rebuilding project. You can't build a project, oh, fucking so cliche, but Rome wasn't <laughs> built in a day, was it? Yeah. You know, you can't just resolve every single issue in one transfer window. Um, so, you know, I thought it was a good, a good transfer window, and there's something to build on. Yeah. Um, whether, whether if, if he ends up with jack shit at the end of the season. Um, and we're not in Europe then he's got to go isn't he and I'm not enjoying the football and I'm not enjoying Marina and I'm not enjoying the excuses but I thought that West Ham second half was far more attacking than we've seen but then like you say West Ham sat back so we kind of didn't really have a choice but uh, the other rumour I've seen is is it Nagelsmann the Leipzig manager uh, the rumour I've seen is if Jose doesn't win the Europa League, he's out in the summer and Nagelsmann comes in. <laughs> I saw yeah. something else going, so who's obviously either a fan of Mourinho or doesn't want him fired, but saying, this Nagelsmann hasn't won anything, why are we bringing him in? He's shit. <laughs> and someone goes, neither's Kane. What a rubbish striker. But that, uh, yeah, it's, it's just reactionary again, and it's just going to be the same, same issues where Nagelsmann won't get backed. And then a year or two down the line, we're going to be in the same issue looking for another one. They've got great recruitment at, um, at Leipzig, haven't they? You know, mm. there, there's players there that we, we, we're desperate for, and Bayern Munich are yeah, desperate Sabitz for. Sabitz has won, isn't um, he, I think? Yeah, well, he's been linked with us heavily. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, without the recruitment, what's the point in him coming? But I, I just see him as another AVB. I, listen, yeah. I don't know that much about him. I know we played him last season um, and he's done relatively well in Europe. What I like, what I probably like about him is he seems to have a philosophy um, and, and everything else, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about the guy to say he's only 33 years of age. I don't know enough about him to say one way or the other. To be completely honest, it'd be wrong for me to say that I do, because I don't. I, um, I, I just think we've got a real problem here. And Until Levy decides he's going to get the players that the manager wants, regardless, yeah. unless the player just flat out says, I don't want to play for you. 
Yeah. We're just going to have this problem because, I mean, Pochettino said it to Gary Lineker in an interview, didn't he, a, little, a couple of years ago, painful rebuild. He keeps Danny Rose there because he wants 20 million. Danny Rose hasn't played a game for two years. But you're not going to get 20 million. Ericsson wanted to leave. You could have got 60 million. For, yeah, 60 million you could have got for Ericsson there. You know, you want to leave? Okay, bye-bye. Yeah. We wait and get 18 or some nonsense like that. We, 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 we piss around with the Fernandez thing because we can't be bothered to pay an extra 5 million. And it just and, and, until uh, I mean, I, I, I'm never going to be like a, a levy is poisonous and and the worst thing that's happened to the club because like we've said he isn't but he he has to change and he I think he is a big problem in the recruitment part and and there, there's another guy there's another guy I think his name's McLean uh, I can't remember his Twitter handle but he constantly says. Levy needs to stay away from transfers. He needs to hire someone else to get transfers or the manager does the transfers, which I think Levy getting involved in it is a problem. Just, you know, the manager saying, or, or, or you know, I want uh, uh, Fernandez for example. They want 45 million. Here's 45 million. You organise the contract. Get Levy away from negotiating. Levy's done some great stuff with Loris. Nine million, I think, at twenty-six years old for the French captain. But I think that's kind of gone to his head a little bit, and he goes, "I, I can, I can negotiate anyone down." And, and it's just you made a vodka because Ferguson said, didn't he? You'd never ever deal with Tottenham because he can't be bothered to deal with Daniel Levy. And I, I don't think Ferguson was or is alone. No, and and I, I, I think the, I, the way we operate, the way that we operate, we should have a director of football that does, do, you know, really top yeah. top director of football, like other, you know, other um, clubs on a smaller budget. Um, he has tried that. You know, he has. He's had Frank Arneson. He's had uh, Baldini. Hmm. Um, we have tried that um, way, but he, he ultimately uh, we've had Steve Hitchens now, haven't we? We've had uh, Paul Mitchell. Well, well Steve we Hitchin have... in the documentary said he hates transfer deadlines because it's a busy time. That's your fucking job. Yeah, that's been misinterpreted. Really. Yeah. I think he, meant he hates the transfer window because you can't, you know, you can't necessarily get all your top targets. Yeah. And it's a very rough, you know. But then that's uh, that's where you get your house in order, don't you? And you get things yeah. um, in, you get things in place in November for January. Yeah, I mean that was one of Ferguson's great things. Obviously, the, the transfer windows didn't kind of happen for him. But in terms of the end of the season, all of his transfers were pretty much done a month before the season started, so they can get into the spirit of the club, learn uh, who their, their their teammates are, and everything like that, and the tactics and everything like that. We, we we do things last minute fine that's you've still got most of the season there but then you're losing time already we we actually did quite well in this summer window I thought like we said we got quite a few in early doors yeah but I, I think and he obviously did brilliantly by getting Hoiberg's price down with Carl Walker Peters as well of three million but I just think and getting Real Madrid to pay over fifty percent of Bale's wages. And including Reggion in a deal, but I just think that the, uh, the Fernandez one is a big one. The, the Squinignar 
Diaz it's a big one. This is the problem. And, 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 it's, because of, and it's because of him. You, you can say that he's made us financially secure now because we have in the past, you know, been struggling financially, which which is, is fantastic that we've got that. We've got this brand new stadium, which if we're in Champions League football, is a proper arena. But the, the transfers is his... He's just got to... He, he, he's got to stop all that and just get the manager... The, get the players in that the manager wants. That's what you pay £15 million for, for a manager to manage a set of players that he wants to manage and, and, and a built-in the image that he wants to play football, whether we don't like the football or not. But we, we said in November, didn't we, if we're only having one shot a game and winning 1-0 and win the league but without losing a game, we couldn't give a fuck. Well, yeah. But... but but hiring a manager, fifty million pound a year. I want this player. No, no, no. We'll have this one. It's just completely fucking crazy. And he's been doing it for God knows how many years. I mean, he hired Damien Kamali. He hired as a director of football. Martin Yol. Martin Yol wanted a left back, and he goes and buys Darren fucking Ben. But I, I just think I don't understand how you can have a manager. He says, "I want this player," and then you just go out and just. Get get weaker alternatives because you can't be you know I I just don't understand it and and he's just got to he, he, you know he, he's done so not much good for getting Skriniar paying that extra let's say yeah. twenty twenty five million that he mm. probably that over the top of Roden which was fifty that that could have ultimately been the the, tra- the 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 difference between qualifying for the Champions League or not exactly yeah so that extra he would, have made, he would have made more from the Champions League um, by getting us there and buying that top quality defender, leader, um, someone who's going to organise that defence um, and is ready made for uh, to walk straight into the first team. Um, ultimately, he would have got us, perhaps got us into the Champions League. And now he's made that decision, and we're not going to be in the Champions League. No, and, and we we talk about Dyer and Sanchez; they constantly make mistakes, so they've got to be out of the team. Levy's constantly done this and he still does it and it's, it's a mistake every time and, and people have said as well get rid of Kane 150 million it'll be the same as when Liverpool got rid of Coutinho <laughs> but, but people don't realise they got rid of a Coutinho and then they asked Klopp who he wanted and they went out and got who he wanted for 75 million yeah. a pop yeah. Levy won't do that and you know, those two players at Liverpool got Alisson and Van Dyke. Normal times, you probably could have got them for 60. But because they knew they had that 140 million, it's all right, we'll bump the price up. That will happen if we get rid of Kane. It happened with Bale when well, we got rid of Bale. Van Dyke straight, and they didn't get Van Dyke straight away either after they sold Coutinho. No. They had to wait another transfer window and everything else. Yeah. So I, I think getting rid of Kane and 150 million, fine in theory. I just don't think it will be invested wisely. And then we've lost very possibly the best striker in the world currently. <laughs> and replace him, and re- replace him with, I don't know, Ivan Tony. <laughs> no, no disrespect for him. Good striker, but he's not a cane level. Not Luca Tony. Not Luca Tony. Well, um, either. <laughs> yeah, but the, difference is, the difference is as well with that, Coutinho wasn't necessarily... Fitting into Klopp didn't buy Coutinho. Coutinho no. was already there, and he wasn't necessarily um, fitting into their system anyway. No, he was no. just he had to play because he was 
at that time their best player. Mm. So actually, it made sense for them since they got rid of him. They started playing with Salah and Mane on on the wings, and they don't necessarily have a number ten um, type, you know, playmaker that that traditionally they were playing with Coutinho there. So it all works out. Was if we sell Kane, he's our striker. He's our number one player, um, and you're yeah. not going to get much for you. If you sell him for 150 million, you ain't going to get that many world class. Well, not going to get anywhere. You know, we're going to get three players for fifty million. Yeah, or, or, or people, people say people say get Harland in, which, fine in theory, one hundred and fifty million would probably, numbers. yeah, one hundred and fifty million would probably buy him, but he won't come, so it's pointless. No, but, well, you wouldn't. No, one hundred and fifty million. You don't even need that. I think he's got a buyout of something like sixty million. Oh, but get him anyway. You just said it. <laughs> well, no, he won't come. He, yeah. He's got a. He's got a. Why is he going to take a sideward or a backward step by yeah. leaving Dortmund to come to us who's probably not going to be in the Champions League? He is going to be the world's best striker. He's going to go to Real Madrid, Barcelona. The world's um, best is between him and Mbappe, isn't it, I think? This is what I'm saying. And Kane. And Kane. He, he's not going to come to Tottenham. He's not going to come to Tottenham. So no. that's just a stupid um, football manager. Championship manager, yeah. If we're but looking at it, FIFA generation, yeah. that's but, not going to happen. But the issue is, if you get rid of Kane for however much money, I think Levy will have to aim for someone like that level to appease the fans. But I don't think he can, like you say. So he's going to get someone like like, like an Ings. Ings is a good player. He's not Kane level. Yeah, he's not. He's not Harry Kane. Yeah. No. But I, I think well. I think as good as Danny Ings is, and how he would probably fit in our team, uh, getting rid of Kane and getting Danny Ings in isn't going to help the fans no, warm to Levy at all. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, just I mean, speaking of fans as well. Uh, spoiler alert: If anyone didn't hear Boris's announcement yesterday, seventeenth uh, of May, they're talking about fans coming back, which. <laughs> Spurs fans are annoyed because our last game is away from home, so fans won't be able to see us play. It's like <laughs> that's the best thing that can happen for Mourinho if we carry on like this, and, and for the fans who don't have to watch it. But so you know, as long as it all goes well, which I think with the vaccine it will, I think we can safely say next year it will be back to uh, full capacity again. Mm. I mean, I don't know who our manager will be there, if Bale will still be there, if Kane will still be whatever. Do you think that will have a boost? It depends on what, how, what football we're playing, doesn't it, really? Uh, because as you said, if Marino is still there and uh, he's playing, um, although he has been playing negative football recently, um, but if our defenders are fucking... If we're, if we're in the state that we're in now... Mm. It ain't going to be a boost because then the fans are going to be absolutely on the. But, on the but do you think if we're, play, if we're playing negative football, booing and stuff like that, do you think it will make the players go, okay, we've got to take a bit of responsibility here and try and have a go? No, no, because I think they've got a weak mentality. Mm. To be honest with you, I, I really do. I, and they've, they've proven that time and time again. When it comes to the crunch, they fucking crumble. So, no, I don't think so. I don't think that that would do them any good at all, to be honest with you. 
there's a major um, we've got a major issue with with uh, mentality I think mm. to be honest um, if Jose Mourinho can't, can't change that then we've got real problems they need to take responsibility themselves you know I've yeah. said it before like we can blame Levy we can blame Steve Hitchin we can blame Mourinho we can blame the coaching we can blame Pochettino but we can both fucking blame the players as well mm. yes blame the players as well because they're the ones on the field and they're the ones that can make a difference um, I think that's what Bale was trying to do against. Yeah. I think that's what Bale was trying to do against West Ham, but obviously that's the only time he's done it this season, so he needs to carry that on. But then he obviously needs to play. Uh, Kane generally leads by example, but you know, generally does. But then he can't just do it on his own. Hoiberg, the the, the first half of the season definitely was. Toby has done. On occasion, I, I think Dyer's a leader in terms of his mentality and stuff like that. I just don't think the the ability as a central defender is there, and and the, uh, whether it's concentration or not, I'm not sure. But I do, I just think he's 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 a good centre back. He's not a great centre back or a world class centre back. I think. Same with Sanchez. I think same as Sanchez, yeah. We're obviously trying to get Champions League, so we're looking for great centre-backs, and then obviously the Diaz's and the, I don't know, the Vincent Company back in the day are world-class centre-backs. I think we're two levels below. This is the problem, this is the major problem that we have, that we spent a lot of money on Sanchez. Um, and Levy, you know, put his hand in his pocket mm. on that forty-five million, was it? Yeah, I didn't mind that because I thought he was a good player at the time. I did as well. No, we all mm. did. Uh, but the problem we've got now is he lived up to it. He's, he's he hasn't progressed. He's regressed, mm. and we we've now got a chairman who is going to want to get his money, and he ain't going to get anywhere near that money back. No. And he will just—you said it with Rose, like he'll sit around and. and mm. Eventually, he'll go for free. Years, um, Sanchez, well, I don't know if he'll go for free, but, but how many years has he got left on his contract? I have no idea. Three? Well, I have no idea, but yes, just gets three years. Mm. If Levy wants to get anywhere near that money, he ain't going to get it. So, you know, is he just going to be sitting around the squad? Yeah, I mean. Taking up, a foreign, taking up a foreign spot because he needs to go. He's not good enough. He hasn't. Not progressed at all. I mean, I said it last week. I'm sick and tired of saying, "Oh, he's got everything to be a top." He's never going to do it because he's worked with Pochettino now, who for me had a good reputation of improving players, and he hasn't improved. And he's working with um, Mourinho, who's had some of the best defenders over the last twenty years playing for him in the game, um, and he's not doing it for him either. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he, he builds teams on defences, doesn't he? Look, one thing you can yeah. say about Mourinho, he makes the team solid. Yeah. If this is the first team that he's had that he's not been able to do it with. Yeah. Um, it, you could argue Man United as well. He, he didn't he didn't build a, build a solid defence there. And I don't think he actually made great defending um, signings there. Well, did he get Bailey, yeah. um, Lindelof? Um, yeah. So you know, you know, let's be honest about it. They're they're not great um, defenders either. Yeah. Um, so maybe you know, that, I'm starting to convince myself that perhaps he isn't the right man to, to build a defence for us. I don't know. I, I just don't know. It's just a depressing 
time right now, I think, to be a But you, you go through the... We, we, we're yeah. used to it as Tottenham fans. It's not like we haven't been here before. Um, things will get better. We had it under Sherwood and stuff where you think, oh, this is yeah, yeah. this is terrible. They, I can't see how things turn around. And they, and they do. They ultimately do. You can bring in a player, you know, the spark that Man United had, bringing in uh, Bruno Fernandes can just change the whole complexion of of way things are. Yeah. Um, so I'm just hopeful that things. I, I want Marina to be successful. I really do. Yeah, same way. I think it's quite. Embar- I, I think it's quite embarrassing if he doesn't win something with us mm. for us as well, because he's the kind of wanker that we go. Oh, you know, that's the club. The, that's just the way they are. <laughs> you know, it makes us look. It makes doesn't 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 look good on us. I don't think if we're the only club he's come in and never won anything. So I'd like nothing more than for him to win the Europa League this season, the League Cup. We both shake hands and go, look, we both we both done each other a favour here. Yes, let's go our separate ways. If that's, if that's the path we want to go down. Uh, yeah, it's probably about, uh, it's just a tricky one, isn't it? But I mean, if he doesn't win, I mean, we, it's just we're cursed, aren't we? But one other thing I wanted to talk about, I saw on Twitter someone saying Sun should be dropped because he's been awful for games now. He scored against Wolfsberger. He set up four goals in one game against Everton. Yeah, and, and you know these will probably be the people who are saying, who were saying in the past in in August, get rid of Kane, you know, drop Kane. You know, still contributing though, and that's what Sun's doing. You know, pre- previously he's not getting any service at all. Uh, you know, he can't score goals like he did against Burnley and Chelsea every game. So I, I think it's a little harsh on him there, and the fact that you know. Before this season, he went to do military service. He, he's played in the Asia Cup last year. He's played God knows how many games last year. He's had to step up for when Kane's been injured in previous seasons. You know, he, 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 he's he, working he, like a, a bastard behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, he, he run, he's he's sprinting up and down all game. He's probably absolutely fucking shattered. But, he's so, playing every game as well. Yeah, and and you know. Uh, He's like third or fourth, I think, leading scorer this season. So, you know, and, and all strikers, I mean, I mentioned it last week, Alan Shearer hadn't scored a goal for God knows how long before Euro 96 for Blackburn. Yeah, leading scorer in the Premier League. But, yeah, I, I think I think to say that Sun should be dropped, whether that's actually someone actually thinking that or going, oh, this will get me likes. He, his form hasn't been his form hasn't no. been fantastic um, but you don't drop him because no. he's one of our best he's, players he's a game changer after Kane after Kane he's our, our, our best player yeah. so, he's a game changer um, isn't he you don't, you don't drop, drop them yeah, yeah. Of course. I just wanted to mention that he's absolutely ridiculous score. yeah you need him to get a goal and he'll, he'll kick on again he goes through these he goes mm. through these patches he's always, he always has done mm. and yeah, just uh, just on that just one other thing to mention like a lot of people were calling for Ali to start um, yeah. after the, the Wolfsburg game. And I don't have necessarily have a problem with that. But then a lot of people were sort of slagging him after him because he's doing the flex. He's always done that. And th- I, I just I just remember now, like, going to certain games and, and thinking, he's been absolutely awful, Ali. But he would always get you a goal. And that's what I think about mm. Ali. I think if you want to see the best of, of Deadly Ali, you need to play him all the time. And that's what he used to do. He'd be so quiet in games, but yeah. then he would pop up with an important goal. Um, and I, I think he can still do that. 
I think he needs space to operate in, and we don't generally have space. And, and, and in terms of... I said it about Winks last week with... Um, maybe under Pochettino, it's like, well, if you make a mistake, I still believe in you. Maybe it's the same with Ali. You haven't played that great today, but you're, you're playing next week. And, and Mourinho, is com- Mourinho is completely different, I think. Like you, yeah. uh, apart from if it's Dyer and Sanchez, seemingly, but but yeah. you, you know, oh, you're not pulling your weight, you're not doing enough, you're dropped, and, and then like we said with Vinicius, you don't get a regular run of games there. You don't get you, uh, certainly for a striker, you get your eye in, in. In you know how how many times do you see strikers have a shot early doors? It doesn't go anywhere near the goal. They have a few more, and each one gets closer and closer, and eventually one goes in, but. Yeah, and, and just on Sun as well, like saying he doesn't score any goals. If Kane looked up and crossed it earlier, he'd have had a tap in and made it two all. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I, I just, again, we mentioned it, reactionary fans, but I, a lot of these things that I see on Twitter, I'm not sure if they're actually what they believe or just this will get me likes, this will get me noticed, this will get me comments and retweets. And some of the things you see are just absolutely ridiculous. But, the problem is now when things are going bad, everyone just comes out and yeah. looks to blame everyone. Um, whereas, which is probably true, there is there is blame on it. You know, it isn't just one person; it is a combination of things. But you're not going to resolve anything on fucking Twitter. You know, you can yeah. have your rant or whatever. But you know, I, you know, I, I, I spoke someone earlier on. Like, it's all well and good saying levy this and levy that. If you don't want to, if they don't want to sell, they've got to find a buyer. And if you don't get someone in of like a Man City or Chelsea, it's going to be exactly the same anyway. Yeah. So don't always think that the grass is greener. Um, you know, it's, 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 people don't actually think like, oh, oh, anyway, you know, it's just, it's just Twitter. It can be a quite um, toxic and depressing yeah, place if yeah. you just. You manage to get yourself caught, caught up in it. Um, yeah, it's best not to. I find. Yeah. Um, don't go on there after. I do sometimes, but you know, it's just a, full of idiots, really. But there you go. Yeah. Unless you follow me, and then you're a great person. So, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the follow. I follow you back. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's about it. Uh, cheers, Mark, as always. Uh, not sure where Mac is. Maybe he's just hibernating for the winter. Um, I'm sure we'll be back at some point. But cheers, cheers, Mark. No, no worries, mate. Cool. Uh, hopefully, we get a win tomorrow, or, or you know, should do, and get through to the next round. Uh, and then uh, Burnley to kickstart our kind of league campaign and a kind of march to, to the top four or, or the highest that we can possibly get this season. And give us something to cheer about. Um, there, yeah, it'd be nice to come on here and uh, have something positive to say. I don't mind being negative all the time, but yeah. it's just it's difficult when uh, we keep losing. So you know, yeah. well, hopefully that can happen, and then uh, back uh, talking about those two games, I guess. Uh, Fingers crossed. Yeah. So hopefully we can win those two games, kickstart our league campaign, get into the next round of Europa, and then uh, the season restarts here essentially so come on you Spurs